Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like, what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's Stroke Awareness Month, and on this episode, I'm interviewing Hannah Davidson. She's a stroke survivor. She's a mother. She's a Sunday school teacher, an entrepreneur, and one of my favorite human beings ever. Hannah, you're honestly you're one of my favorite people. I just love this. <laughs> like, I really do. Boom! Intro done. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about that. Welcome to the Neuro Nerds. Once again, here is my running theme. Very special episode today. Not because of me, because of this amazing person, one of my favorite human beings in the world. I have on the show with me today, Hannah. What's going on, Hannah? Hey, I'm the special reason that we're here. <laughs> we 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 did this. We we made this happen finally. We did. Finally, Hannah. I am so excited. I, I'm excited. So first and foremost, I just want to say Hannah is one of my favorite human beings in the world. I say that because, well, first and foremost, you just heard one of the reasons you have the best giggle. You have the best giggle. Here's here's what's really funny. One of my dearest friends, one of my closest friends is Mackenzie. I call her jerk ass because it's a term of endearment. I love her. She has it's not a laugh. She has a cackle. When she laughs, she has this really deep kiss. Ah, it's really intense and she's so small. You have the best giggle of any human being on this planet. And it's it's so endearing and I love it. Secondly, your energy is infectious. It is. You're you're just one of the most amazing human beings I have ever met. I, I love everything about you. And I'm so thankful you are on my podcast today. I that am being so excited. That being said, Hannah. How are you part of this amazing community? Uh, well, you know, the obvious answer is because I have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like this community, like we don't invite anyone. We don't want you here. But no. like 
Like once you're here, we do love, we love you big, but we really wish you weren't a part of this club. <laughs> you, you know, um, Bill Monroe from, uh, he, he's the host of the stroke cast. He mm-hmm. has the best line. He says, you know, this is the greatest community in the world. The dues suck. <laughs> but <laughs> yes. once you're in once the you're best in, community right. in the world. Yes, so h- how did you, uh, uh, uh How'd you get your brain injury, Hannah? How so, did you become a stroke survivor and one of the cool kids? One of the cool kids. Yes. So it was January of 2019. It was really, really cold outside. And I'd stepped in on my front porch. Uh, my little girl was with me. And I looked down. She was two at the time. And I said, baby, I said, mom just doesn't feel real good. I kind of suddenly got a little bit nauseated and kind of felt like I was maybe going to pass out. And... Um, shut the door and all of a sudden the room started spinning and I just kind of out of habit was just like oh Jesus you know and grabbed the door and kind of felt better and so I thought well that was weird but I'm okay (laughs) and so I got my little girl to bed got myself into bed and then two days later was in the ER and found out that I had had a massive stroke and so um then it was just the whirlwind of where do we go from here? And so that, that went the am like the Instagram searches and trying to find the community. And I found you and, and here we are like, however many, what year is it? 2022, three years later. Well, wow, it's, it's so crazy that it's only been three years. Can I say it's really funny. I haven't known you for three years. I feel like I've known you most of my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's because we were meant to be friends, Joe. We were really, meant to be friends. really, I, I feel, I do feel that I do feel yeah. that there are certain people that you meet and connect with, like on a, whatever spiritual energetic thing you believe in there's (laughs) like a certain energy right there's a certain vibration that we're we're on and certain people vibrate on the same vibration i think you and i like we're on that same kind of like borderline insane (laughs) (laughs) vibration (laughs) like very good people all the crazy people in a cluster we'll just very good, kind people. It's good. Yeah, it's a good crazy. Slightly insane. Just slightly. Just, just slightly. <laughs> just slightly. So what, when when you had your stroke, how long did you end up in the hospital? So, oh, that's hard to remember. I was in the hospital. I went in on a Saturday because my plan was, what I had was a massive headache right. and no. some balance issues. And I felt like lightning bolts were just shooting down the back of my neck. It was a Saturday Parker, my little girl, had her first little birthday party, friend's birthday party. She was invited to at like one o'clock. So I told my husband, I said, take me to the hospital. I'm really hurting. They're going to give me all the medicine, give me all the drugs, and I'm going to go have lunch. You'll have to drive me, but we're going to go eat cake and we're going to go to this birthday party. (laughs) And I don't think I got home until Thursday. I think so. It wasn't a super long stretch in the hospital, right. but it, I didn't get any cake. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think once you got home, you deserved all the cake. That right. would just be what, yes. what, what I feel. I just I just love how so many times it's almost the same story with a lot of us. I had the worst headache of my life. On top of that, I had all of this stuff planned out. Yes, I have life. I, I, I ain't got no time for this. You know, I have all I, these things to do. Yes. You know, you you have idiots like me who <laughs> show up with the worst headache I've yeah. ever had. And yeah. I suffered from migraines my entire adult life. Me too. Show up to my girlfriend's show at a bar. Right. Oh. And just kind of hang out, get through the whole show. Yeah, we'll be fine. And 
refuse to go to the hospital for two days. Right. Yeah, let's, you know. mix, let's mix alcohol with this stroke. <laughs> right. I also took aspirin too because oh, I'm not bright. No. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a bright person. I've never claimed to be a smart person. <laughs> I um stuck a tins unit to my forehead and the back of my neck. Oh, I, for the the for the pain. I thought, well, maybe it'll help, and so I just zapped no. my like. <laughs> and then later on, I thought that was that was really dumb. <laughs> well, you you know how like there's that Forrest for myself. There's that Forrest Gump line. I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. <laughs> for me, cut out the last part. I'm just not a smart man. <laughs> so, I was just determined to be okay. Really, right, it was right. like I'm 26 years old. I'm healthy. I have no reason to have a headache this bad and it to be anything except for a bad headache. Like right. I Googled it in the night. And of course, WebMD was like, oh, no, it's a stroke. And I was like, no, no it's not. A you, you stroke. know, it's funny. I'm 26 years old. <laughs> if you WebMD did, it, I'm pretty sure at the end it was like, it's a stroke or cancer because everything is cancer on like, WebMD. It's, it's neither one of those. I'm fine. This is just a bad <laughs> migraine with a weird dizzy spell. Right. I'll be fine. Thank you to our amazing community on Patreon for supporting this podcast. You can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which Neuro Jedi tier you sign up for. For example, if you're on our Neuro Padawan $5 tier, then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release. Your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast. Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuro nerds. Yeah, I walked in and, and even I was doing well enough that I guess the thing that let the, the doctor know, hey, something's wrong was mm-hmm. they gave me a lot of medicine and I didn't get any better with my pain. Right. And she's like, okay, um, we can do a CT scan and, and just kind of see what's going on or we can you know let you go home and then you can come in later for a CT scan. And I was like, I knew me. I knew if I went home, I would never go back and get the CT. Oh, so you got the CT scan immediately. I did, and Thank goodness, Hannah. Was Thank like, goodness. Go, you can go home and you can come back later. See, my dad had um, an AVM, an artery and vein malformation. And it right. was always like in the back of my mind, do I have one of these? Is this why I have headaches? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm normally not a fearful person, but I was mm-hmm. like, I'd just rather not know if I did. You know, like, we'll just you know, not worry about it. (laughs) And so I told the doctor, I said, let's just do it now. The insurance already knows I'm already here. I feel bad. Let's just get this over with since here we are and whatever it is, it is. But when she walked in and, and so it's always bad news when the stressed out ER doc comes in and she's really nice, super calm, super nice. (laughs) And she's like, calling you sweetheart and stuff like, you know, it's bad, you know, when they're super sweet. <laughs> and She's like, it looks like you've had a stroke. And I thought, there is no way you were telling me like, I, I know I'm not hearing the words that are coming out of your mouth right now. Right. And sure enough. And so here comes all the doctors and all the people and, you know, and they're like, we're going to admit you. And I was like, ah, no cake. And all the <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be stuck on hospital food. No. And then we just started. Here we are. You know, we started yeah. on that crazy journey. So you ended up having an ischemic stroke. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. It was in my cerebellum. I had an arterial dissection the clot, you know, it broke free and floated up into my cerebellum and caused a big old nasty 
spot. And so what's really crazy is I have copies of my MRI and my CT. You can still see the clot floating around in my brain. It was just, it had dislodged again and took off. And thankfully, thankfully, it did not cause any more damage. How wild is that? It was wild. So they had done the, the MRI and and like I had made really good friends with my nurses. And so they were kind of giving me peeks at my images before the doctor would get there. And, and he kind of looked and he kind of got really serious. And he's like, uh, you know, and we saw that second spot that looked a lot like damage again. Right. And we were like, oh, no, am I? Am I having multiple strokes and, or, you know, worst case scenario, what's going on? Right. And then they did another one and it was gone. And so we determined it was the clot just, just, hey, just, just bouncing around. Just, you know, it got bored and it, it was like, you know bored. what I want to like, do? You know this place is dead. I want to move yeah. on. <laughs> like literally this place is dead. <laughs> literally. It's so dead here. Like let's, let's move on. <laughs> Who knew that your, your clots just wanted a party. Yeah, you know? I, had a, I had a sassy clot, you know, yeah. like it was, it was done. <laughs> it was like, you, you know, that, 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 that artery over there, that looks yeah. like fun. That so looks like fun. Yeah. Yes. It's like yeah. a rave. I think I'm going to go party over there. Go That's great. Yes. I'm very, I'm thankful right. that you went. Like, I, I really am thankful. Now I know you're a, a God loving woman. Yes. I yes. think God, I truly yes. do that. You said, you know what? Let's get it over yes. with because if you would have gone home, who knows how bad the deficits would have been Absolutely. and even worse it might not have worked out at all, right. it could you know, have. which is very scary. It could have. And even so say, say I had went home with and had the same issues that I went home with, you know, say it was all the same. I think I would have lost my mind with just the crazy symptoms of what stroke recovery brings. Had oh, I yeah. not known, okay, I feel this way because my brain is damaged, not because I'm just, you know, I'm losing my mind, I'm losing my mind, because yeah. I think for me, especially, I know I'm this way. And I know so many of us are, it's like, do I really feel this bad or am I faking it? You know, that's something I have really dealt with. It's like, no, no, oh, okay. So let me, let me ask you a question about that. Has that some, is that something that you've felt your, your whole life? Or is that something that you felt during your recovery? Probably my whole life, but it kicks okay. into like super high gear in recovery. Because it's that's like, a- a common symptom of imposter syndrome. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently I'm, feel, I'm <laughs> a lot of us in the community. do. Yeah. I, me and my co-host, we've done two episodes on this so far. Where we talk about imposter syndrome where we kind of, we do exactly that. Yes. Is it that bad? Is it that bad? If I just really tough it out, I'm gritty. I can, I can be better. I can be okay. Hey, you, like, you know, you, you can, yeah. you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. And really, though, you're not okay. Right. I can pain, pain is not normal. No, it's not. And that was like with the pain that I felt with that stroke. It was like, I am going to be okay. Like I am going to, you know, I was by myself when I had the stroke. Well, no, I wasn't. It was me, my baby. And as a person of faith, I feel like the Lord was with me for sure. Hey, hey, he, so, he was your co-pilot. Yeah, it was me and Jesus. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and like, I, you know, I got my little girl, I thought, and this should have been my first hint to call for help. But right. I was like, I'm going to get my little girl into her crib so that if I do this again, she can't get out and get hurt. Like, so such, dumb. Uh, well, so yeah, yeah. I, I got to tell you, I'm going to agree with you. That's not a bright thing to do. <laughs> no, but it's it just not. also so you were thinking of her. Yeah. You were making yeah. sure that she was safe. Yeah. Without thinking of yourself Absolutely at not. all. Because I was going to be fine. Like, right. You know, and then like even the next day I was hurting so bad and 
I had to have someone come help me with her because Scott had to work. But it was like, he was like, do I need to stay home? No, I'm going to be fine. Like, I'm just going to, I just need to rest. I just need to stick a TENS unit to my head. (laughs) (laughs) I need to send electrical waves into my brain brain that is not getting enough blood because of the clot (laughs) that's in it. So after your stroke, after you were in the hospital, right? Post stroke. Yes. What deficits followed you? So my main issues, I had some uh, balance, memory, mm-hmm. and uh, my emotions were just like out of control. I mean, like three-year-old that did not get their nap out, you know, it's the best way to describe it. It's like nothing, no control. <laughs> <laughs> I know 100% what that is. Like, Emotional regulation, especially because you had it in the cerebellum, yes, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah that, that that's... There's a lot of issues that yes, causes. Yes, yes. And so it's like, I am, I, I'm tipsy and I'm angry. <laughs> you know I'm what you were like? And you, then I'm going to apologize and then I'm going to be mad. Oh my and God. You know, Hannah, you just uh, described the drunk college girl oh, at a party. Uh, you went through all the emotions. All and I don't drink and I didn't go to college. <laughs> You lived the experience of the show. Who knew? Who knew? You don't have, have to go into all that debt. <laughs> that's that's so funny. That because I understand what that is. You know, my emotional regulation was wild. Out of the blue, I would get so angry. The way I describe it has it gotten better? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Yes. The, the way I described it at the time, and it, where okay, so you know how you go from like zero to sixty. Right. It's like you start and you start going. So somebody, a, a person without a brain injury will start out at a one and yeah. then slowly but surely throughout the day, it's mm-hmm. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And then like you're angry and you blow up for me as a brain injury survivor. I wake up at a five. Yeah, I'm halfway there. Mm-hmm. So what looks like, God, you got so angry mm-hmm. so quick. It, I, I didn't. I was already halfway to freaking out. Yeah. So yeah. that's how I describe it to like normies who don't understand. Right. I, I didn't understand that early on. I didn't understand no. why I was so mad no. for no reason. Right. I had a lot of great people because I kind of posted on social media pretty quick that something was up because partially for my business, I needed to let people know I was kind of out of pocket for a little while. Right. And so whenever we announced that it was a stroke and was asking for prayer and, you know, for the community, for our faith community to kind of help us out. And of course they, they came in with lots of love and prayer and support and, but a lot of really good advice. It was crazy. It was always like, my dad had a stroke and this is what he, my grandpa, my grandma, my aunt, it was never like, Hey, I'm 26 too, you know, but the advice was still really good. And so I, I was able to recognize, okay, according to Facebook and all my messages, this is what I should be experiencing. This is normal. Right. And so this is just the, the brain injury. I was kind of able to detach from that. Well, yeah. 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 It, you, you had a brain, you had a brain injury. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, you can freak out. You had a brain injury. <laughs> you you weren't firing on all cylinders. No, absolutely you know? not. Absolutely yeah. and, not. And it's not like if you had a choice to be calm or be angry, I'm pretty sure yeah. you would have chosen calm. You didn't have a choice. No, it was the fil- the control center or the, it was totally, it's like I had no self-control. I had no ability to just stop myself and be mature. It just went to frustration. Right. You basically have to to relearn everything. You almost have to learn how to people again. You have to learn how to communicate. You have to learn how to keep your emotions under control. Absolutely. 
exhausting. Yes, it is it so is. tiring. Yes, so w- with the, you mentioned memory loss, mm-hmm. has that come back or is that still a bit of an issue? It, it, it's come back. It needs to be triggered. Let's put it that way. I have, mm-hmm. I used to, I, I, okay, I'm going to speak this in faith. I have an incredible memory. <laughs> There's just moments where it needs to be triggered. Okay. And so now it's better than what it was. But before someone would say, do you remember when we did such and such? And I would have zero memory of it. Until I kind of started thinking about it and then I could pull it out. It's wild, right? When it's not there. Yes. Yes. It's weird. It's like, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. And normally I'm like, oh yeah, I was wearing this and you had on this and this is the vehicle we drove and we went and got gas before and this is how much the gas prices were. And then, then it was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like you must've been talking about somebody else. Yeah, it, it, it's, it, it makes no sense. Can I tell you what, like the worst part of that? Obviously, it's strange mm-hmm. to literally have nothing. It's like a void. Yes. There's nothing there. It's yes. the great nothing. The part that is the worst of that when somebody's asking you something and say, hey, do you remember this? When clearly I should and I don't, I have nothing. The worst part isn't not knowing. The worst part is seeing the other side look at me like, why don't you remember this? Right. Yeah. Like it's almost like, What's wrong with you? Oh, God, I hate that. That's not, I it's not I, it's the, the worst thing in the world for me. I didn't have to deal with that because most of the people in my circle knew what was up and were super, super graceful. They, they were just, they poured grace upon me. And if something was said that was somewhat hurtful, it was never like intentional or, right. or to be, you know, whatever. And I'm very grateful for that because I probably would have snapped. <laughs> my, my, you know, emotional regulation was gone. <laughs> I, I, I might have read about you in a paper. <laughs> yeah, you might have, you know, I don't know. <laughs> no, it, it, it's, it's very uncomfortable. The grace of my friends and Jesus, there's no telling what could have happened, you know. Yeah, because so. a lot of people, they'll, they'll say things unintentionally. Yeah. You know, yes. that hurt oh, feelings. Yes. Yes, they, but- they they don't get it. And again, when you hurt feelings, that's fine. Whether you mean to or not, it still hurts. It still hurts. And yes. especially in the time where my emotions can't handle this. Yes. Woo! Yes. Yes. Oh, I eventually told someone they, and they were very dear to me. They are very dear to me, but they tended to make statements like, oh, you know, if I was tired, it would be, it would be so nice to rest. Like you get to rest. And I'm like, Oh, so they made ignorant statements. It was, it really was. And because they hadn't been around anybody that had a stroke before, especially not someone who was young. Yeah. And they had this romantic view of, of having permission to rest, which you like, yeah, the whole world may have given me permission, but I, I didn't want to rest. I have a life to live, you know? And they made a statement. They would say often, you know, I really think I've had a stroke because I have these issues too. And I looked at them straight in the face and I said, do not say that to me again, or I am going to call the hospital and <laughs> like, you need, if you really think it, go get scanned. Like, don't, don't say that to me no more. I, and, uh, okay. I had that happen to me Yeah, where I was dumbfounded. I'm yeah. rarely at a loss for words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know what to say. I was talking to some dude and he was asking me about like, oh, what it was like. And I explained mm-hmm. everything. And he literally he's listening to every word and he kind of nodded his head. And he's like, wow. Yeah, I think I've had a stroke, too. Maybe I had a stroke. Yeah. And I was like, right. that was honestly the most ignorant, dumb thing I'd ever heard. Who knew that there were other people? There, there's a that whole bunch did the ex- And you know what? I've probably been really ignorant to people. And mm-hmm. said really dumb. I'm sure I have. <laughs> no, Han- Hannah, you're perfect in any and all ways. <laughs> and I, I probably said it nicer than what I recount, but I said it very straight that if you really think you've had a stroke, go to the hospital. hospital. Yes. And don't, don't come talking to me about it no more unless you no. want me to call an ambulance because 
the the thing that I get it's not necessarily that maybe I had a stroke. It's the I get tired too. I get tired too. Like, oh, I forget oh. things. Yeah, I'm a hot mess too. And I'm like, oh no, you have no idea, my friend. Are you finding it hard to recover at home after stroke? Find out if Modus Nova can help you by taking their free online assessment at modusnova.com slash the neuronerds. If you haven't heard of Modus Nova, they make devices to help folks with a brain injury like stroke regain the use of their affected limbs. For example, the Modus Hand is an AI-powered robotic exoskeleton that helps users do exercises and play games, similar to the way an occupational or a physical therapist might manipulate the limb. It helps survivors get into thousands of repetitions they need to form new neural pathways. It can assist with hand movements or resist them to provide a personalized exercise experience. If this sounds like something you want to try, visit modusnova.com slash the neuronerds to learn more. Use special code the neuronerds when you sign up and get a month free with the 30-day challenge. Just visit modusnova.com slash the neuronerds to get started. I, I, I've, I've picked up certain things from other survivors, like how to kind of piece things together and talk. So one of the ones um, that, that I like explaining fatigue and tired, the difference, the difference between fatigue and tired is tired. You can sleep, have a good night's sleep. You recharge, you rest and you wake up the next morning and you're fine because yeah. you're rested yes. fatigue. You can have a 12 hour sleep session and wake up and feel exactly the same. Yes. Yes. Which makes no sense to you. Also, the fact that like you got tired. Well, why are you tired? Well, right. I I went to the gym. I worked ten hours. Right. Had to deal with the kids, and no, then I was. I, dry- I took a shower. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yes, showers are the worst. Showers yes. are the worst. The heat. I guess I don't know. They were the worst. And so no, for for me, literally, it's like, well, why are you exhausted? Well, I made myself a cup of coffee. Yeah, I walked across the floor. I got downstairs. That's you know, that's it. People don't understand that your 12 hour day picking up the kids, dealing with traffic, going to the gym, that exhaustion. Yeah. We can feel that after taking a shower. Right. right. It makes no sense to you because you don't have a brain injury. So let's not right. compare. Not, exactly. <laughs> let's not do that. So it really, really helped me to find other survivors. I got on yes. here. I got on Instagram and started looking up all the hashtags. Young so- yes. stroke survivor, stroke survivor all those sorts of things. And I is found that Ms. Parker in the background. Hi, Parker. Say hi to Joe. Can you say hi? Hi, Joe. Hi, Parker. How are you? How are you? She's, a, she's adorable. The most adorable child in the world. You said you're the most adorable, <laughs> adorable child in the world. Do you need anything? No. Okay. Okay. Just sit real still. Uh, what I found was the community was what helped me more than anything to hear yes. from somebody else say, oh, like, you know, I would say, I'm so tired. I have to take a shower. They say, hey, that's totally normal. My emotions are completely unregulated. Hey, that's totally normal to hear. You know, my I've, I've got these big chunks of my memory that are missing. Hey, that's normal. And so when I found the community, um, I found actually I found you on Instagram long before you ever found me. So when you emailed me, I was like, fangirl. And I emailed Jane from Heal the Brain mm-hmm. and I just poured my little heart out to her. And she was so gracious. But to hear people say, hey, I've been there. Yeah. That's normal. So like if you're walking through a stroke or a brain injury or whatever, find a community. It's easier now than it ever has been. You so can important. literally just hashtag, like search hashtags and find other people 
walking through what you're walking through, no matter what it is, whether that be yeah. brain injury or health crisis or caring for a family member or, or whatever, anything, um, anything it was, you know, used to, and I, I went to some local support groups for stroke survivors and that was mm-hmm. kind of like the standard of support for many years. Right. And it was like a woman who was very, very kind, but she was not a stroke survivor. And some other people who were all way older than me and they were really struggling and really grumpy. (laughs) And and, but then they would talk about like what your blood pressure needed to be. And then they would bring cake and junk food. And it was like, Oh, we're do, do you it. guys? Yeah, do you guys not see a the what the, the a little pattern like, happening this here? Is the problem, yeah, it's like you go to the hospital and they're like, "Oh, we've got you on a no salt diet, but here's pizza for supper on Thursday." You know, it was yeah. like, "Come on, friends!" And so to get to be able to get on the internet and find a group of people that are specifically there walking through what you're walking through. Right. Uh, you know, I was the first 26 year old stroke survivor I had ever heard of, but come to right. find out there's like a lot of so, so, ma- so many, Hey, I, I yeah. didn't know what a stroke was until I had one. Oh. I also heard the same thing over and over and over again. You're too young to You're have a stroke. To have a stroke. Yeah. And then, exactly. so what I tell people now is I now know two stroke survivors who not just pediatric, I know mm-hmm. several. Okay. Yeah. Two stroke survivors who had their stroke in utero. Oh, so can you be younger than Absolutely not being not. born? Right. Exactly. No, you cannot. <laughs> Which it, it, it just blows my mind. But like so many people don't understand. I, didn't, I always thought a stroke was a heart attack. It's right. kind of a heart attack for your brain. And I thought I'm just going to be completely honest. It just happens to like older white people. I definitely thought that, too. Yeah, that's all that's in the that pamphlets, too. you know, yes. it's, 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 I didn't know it could happen to me. Right. It's what happens also, to people's grandparents. You know, your, exactly. your Meemaw had a stroke. My father-in-law had had strokes, but he was, you know, older. up in age. He was older. Yeah. He was an, he was an old white guy. And so that's <laughs> what happens, you know? And so, so I when, thought, when you're, when you're a younger stroke survivor, the, one of the most important things obviously is yes, connecting with others mm-hmm. because just as, and I really mean this just as important as your physical health, your mental health, Absolutely. You, you need to take it just as seriously. And one of the, the most important things for us, I think in recovery is just having that validation from somebody who has yes. been through it, yes. not Absolutely. a doctor saying, well, these could be the symptoms and right. th- no, no, no. Talking to somebody who was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I did that. Yes. That's that's This is normal. Hey, you know what else? Around two years from now, this might happen too. So just be yeah. aware. Just be aware of what's up. We we, yes. we need this, you know? Yes, and also the, the, look, when you connect with another stroke survivor, it's like, it's mind blowing. It's like, we've known yes. each other for years. Like there's an is. instant connection. Yes. We become like, not just friends. Hannah, we're yes. family. We you know? like we're are. Extended family. Yes. And, and there, there's just an unbreakable bond yes. of like this cool kids club, this shared horrific experience <laughs> that, that we have. Can I tell you my favorite thing about this community? <laughs> Every, for the most part, mm-hmm. a, a solid 90 plus percent of the people just want to help. Yes. Just yes, want to help. Yes, One of the, the things that I loved about you immediately is once we started talking, you're like, I, w- I want to help the community. Yes. yes and I'm like, Hannah, that yes. my heart. That makes I me know. so happy. You know, <laughs> there's something so beautiful about that where it's like, yeah, I need help because we all still need we, a certain yes, amount of help. But despite the fact that we need help, what we want to do is actually help others. Yes. You know, on their journey. We're we're not selfish people. We've been through some stuff and we don't want other people to go through the same thing. So we have to share our story and help. You know, it's called purpose. It's it's called purpose. Being driven 
and led by purpose is so powerful in your life because once you have purpose, you realize that what I'm going through isn't going to be wasted. And so that's the, that's what we don't, that's like something that I think we as people fear is that our life is wasted and so, and worthless. And so when I can live with purpose, I can say, you know what, this is really awful, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to make good out of it. And so I am, I am 100% making lemonade. Making lemonade and then giving it to somebody. Like, go yeah. find someone thirsty and make some oh, yeah. lemonade out of those lemons, you know? Yeah, we're, we're, we're adding a little sugar. We're throwing in, adding hey, you know what? I'm adding some peach. We're throwing, we're just Ooh, making this super beautiful and amazing for, for, for everybody. Yes. No, it, it's, it's so beautiful. So when it comes to purpose, I, you know, I think I just existed most of my life before my brain injury. And it wasn't until my brain injury where I realized, oh, wow, this is. I think this is my purpose. I think this is why I made it back because it makes no sense why I'm dysfunctional. And I, I desperately just want to help. Like yeah. I really do. I, I sincerely just want to help, which is, I, I, it really, it's a passion of mine. It it's it it's why I don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's something that we discount a lot. The importance of how healing it is to us as individuals, yeah. like how, Helping someone helps me so much. Um, how being a blessing, you know, the Bible talks about it's more blessed to give than to receive. Right. It's because you you get a blessing when you give. And it's, so it's, it's during it's holidays. Doubled. Yes, it is. It's it's during birthdays. When yes. your friend has a birthday and they and you give a friend a gift. Let's say yes. it's let's say it's Christmas yes. or whatever, where it, like a gift exchange. When you get to get, wow, this is amazing. This is great. When you give something to somebody and you see the joy and happiness in their face. Yes. You get so, so much, much out of it. So much better yes. than almost I'm one of those receiving. People, I buy it and I'm like, I can't wait. I got to tell you right now. <laughs> I can't so wait excited. to see you enjoy this thing. Enjoy this. Yes. And yeah. that's what it is with like helping the stroke community. It's not necessarily so joyful, but I am making an impact on you that hopefully is going to last for you way longer than whatever gift I can go find at the store will last. Right. It's something oh, yeah. that's going to make a lifelong impact. And what my really, my goal is, is that you're going to go find somebody else and go help them too. And so it's going to have an effect and, and work its way out. And you can reach people that I could never even communicate with. This Hannah, have I told you that you're amazing? Like ah! really this, this is, <laughs> That, that, that's, I, I, it's the, the, it's through osmosis, right? We just keep on going and everybody's yeah. energy just keeps going out there. And we just build this thing one survivor at a time. Mm-hmm. We don't just help. I, I'm saying this more and more. We're not just helping one survivor. No. That one survivor, you're changing their energy. You're changing their attitude. You're changing the way that they function and live yeah. and interact yeah. with others. Yeah. So yeah, you change that one person, but then they're having a different interaction with their household, Absolutely. their mother, their father, their significant other, their Absolutely. children, strangers at the store, coworkers, then all the people that they're talking to and interacting like, wow, I had a great conversation with so-and-so. They then go home and do the exact same thing. We have no idea the breadth of our influence. You know, I mean, we we have a far reach. We have a far reach. We do. We really do. And mental health is so it's man, it's tough as a stroke survivor to, to foster or to even just have any mental health, but much less good mental health because you know, the emotions are out of control. It's really easy to think this is who I am now, rather than this is just how my brain is reacting. Right. I because I feel angry all the time. Well, I'm an angry person to, to be able to 
look at someone and say, no, you're really not, you know, this is who you are, but this is what you're feeling. We can work through this together. Um, Absolutely. You, you know, right now it's both stroke awareness month as well as mental health awareness. Is month. It so really? on, oh, wow. On that two really... very important things. Yes, they do. They work synergistically, they you know, and it, it look when somebody is a, when somebody's angry or bitter, it like, yeah, there's a reason for that. They're yes. not just I was born this way. No, no, it's not oh, true. After hurting. a brain injury, there's a it's I say heavy a lot. Yes. It's heavy. It's it so heavy. Yes, so actually, every, I remember telling Scott, I'm so tired, it's hard to breathe because I'm I'm so tired. It's like, it was like it was heavy, not like, you know, I'm having a heart attack, but like, it's, I'm so tired, no, it's, it's so heavy, so I can't much, breathe. So much effort, literally just to blink, yeah. to breathe, yes. to do yes. the things that you do, you know, unconsciously. It, so when you connect with another survivor, mm-hmm. when you're able to talk to somebody who understands Mm-hmm. It lifts a little bit of that weight. Absolutely does. Because you have you know, someone to carry it with you. Yes. You, yes. You, so going at this alone, yeah. you can do it. You can go through recovery alone. It's Maybe. like the one man band. Yeah. You got the drum on your back. You got the, the harmonica kazoo. on your neck. Yeah. Exactly. So you have all those things. Hear the kazoo. Get a band. Get like get friends. <laughs> N- nobody wants that. You want yeah. somebody who just plays guitar, right? right? So it's also if you're moving, right? Mm-hmm. You can probably move yourself. Mm-hmm. It's going to hurt. It's going to be exhausting. Things are going to get broken. Yes. You're going to h- probably hurt yourself several times yes. where all you have to do is call up your, find your people. If you don't yes. have them, find yes. your people, have them carry some of that weight. Yes. That's all it is. You know, yeah. like you're having a little bit of an emotional day. You're feeling a little bit depressed. That's like, you know, instead of carrying that couch up the stairs by yourself, right. hit somebody up, yeah, talk to somebody and tell them. They, they can help you pivot <laughs> that couch. You know, it, it look, is. the community mental health mm-hmm. is is it's it's very shameful to a lot of people. It, it, and I was probably one of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very much a and I still am a pull yourself up by your bootstraps right. type person. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, you go through hard things. I remember being young, going through some really tough things. And it was like, okay, I've got 24 hours to be sad about this. And then, then I'm moving on and I'm done. And it kept me from like living sad, but it never dealt with any of it. And so, never fixed that. you know, what you were, you, you were constantly putting a bandaid on a bullet yes, wound. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so when it came to the stroke, it was like, okay, I've, I've really got, cause I had wonderful people in my home and my community. My husband was, is outstanding. Um, you know, my father, like I said, was a, my father-in-law was a stroke survivor as well. And so we would kind of talk and, and understand kind of what each other was going through, right. but to hear from people who were young stroke survivors, because to him, he was looking at the end of his days. Yes. And so it was like, Hey, you know, I'm fixing to check out of here. And so you know, it's, it's bad right now, but this is not my forever. Well, I'm thinking I'm going to live for 50 more years right. possibly. And this, it's a different, it's a different conversation. It's a different conversation. You, yes. Yeah. And so find your, find your community and, and work on, you know, it's so cool in November or December of 2018, mm-hmm. Scott and I really felt like we needed to focus on gratitude in our life. Like just really make it a thing to each other, to other people, as people of faith. Like it's very important in our faith community to be grateful to the Lord. And so we was right. like, okay, we're going to be crazy thankful people, not just at Thanksgiving, like, like the real thing, you know, and we're still working on it. But so we really got in the habit of it. So 
January hit and my body has just totally turned on me and failed me. And I was so irritated with my, like my body, you know, and it was like, I was, I was really upset about it all for, you know, I mean, there was good days and bad, but I remember coming home from the hospital and it was like, am I going to get any better? And since I had gotten into the habit of being thankful, I grabbed my toothbrush and I remember the doctor saying, like, I don't understand how you can even brush your own teeth when I was in the hospital. And I grabbed my toothbrush and I was like, you know what? I'm thankful I can brush my teeth. And it just started that. And that helped me with my, you know, the mental health journey of recovery as much Mm -hmm. as anything that I could do because I could feel the things, but then I didn't have to live in those negative feelings because I could always find something to be grateful for. I could feel them. I could feel them. Like I had permission to be sad that all I could do was braid my own hair, but I could be really grateful that I could braid my hair and I could see my hair and I could, you know, go. The reason I was braiding my hair is because I had, I was going to go do something. I had people that still liked me and wanted to be around me. Even, even though I brought a pillow and a blanket with me one time, (laughs) (laughs) our friends took us out. Like they were like, okay, you're out of the hospital. They didn't really understand the fatigue part. And and I'm a go-getter. And so they were like, let's go do something fun together. We're going to go do something. So they rented like a 15-passenger van. And we all drove down to Nashville and ate a great dinner and like went bowling or something. And I wore like real clothes for the first time coming out of the hospital. <laughs> but I packed my own pillow and blanket because. Because you're I'd, a smart person. And they were like, oh, you, instead of being like, oh, poor Hannah. They were like, oh, you're so brilliant. Like, it was just. And so, you had a, you had good people around you. I'm, I had I'm good happy. people around me. Yes. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, I was still having to crawl up the stairs by myself. Right. You know? And so to be focused on, I have a great community. I have people that love me. I have, I can go somewhere, even though I can't fix up like I would like to, I can still go. I can still be there. Right. I can you, still you experience also, love. More importantly, you had an attitude of gratitude, which yeah. was just tremendous because look, you weren't fixated on the things that you couldn't do. This is where people get in trouble mentally and emotionally. I can't do this anymore. I can't do, I want to do it. Yeah. You can't do it. Maybe let's, here's where radical acceptance comes in Mm -hmm. for for me. I can't do this right now. Right. You know, once you accept that you're in less pain, you're in less struggle. Like, Oh, I wish, I wish, I wish. Then once you're, you accept, Hey, this is what this is right now. Now you can focus on, now, how can I get to that place where right. I can do these things? Right. 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 There's a statement that we make in a workshop that I've helped out with, with Heal the Brain. And it says, thankfulness is a feeling, but gratitude is an action. Yes. I am choosing to be grateful regardless of how I feel. And right. eventually the feelings will follow. But of course. some days you just have to say, you know what? I am I'm going to be grateful. I can brush my own teeth or whatever your thing is. I can anything. I'm grateful. I have a pillow to lay my head on, or I'm grateful that, you know, I can feel the carpet underneath my feet or whatever. I'm thankful I have a dog that loves me or whatever. (laughs) We talked about this right before um, we we started recording where it's sometimes it's difficult because people have some severe deficits and I'm not making light of any deficits. I'm saying no matter what the deficits are, there's a positive in this world because you're here. So I I said this, my running theme is constantly saying, Hey, the world is hard. The world is heavy. The world is chaos. It is difficult, Mm -hmm. but so that's the negative. Here's, here's the positive side of that, right? As crazy, as chaotic, as difficult as, and as wild as the world can be, we're here to experience that. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. That's amazing. Yes. We're really easily, we could not be, right? right? So I'm very thankful that I can experience how chaotic and crazy right. this world can be. And also when it comes to comparisons, oh, but you know, you can walk and you can, uh-huh. it, that doesn't matter. Our trauma is our trauma right. is our trauma. Right. One of my closest friends is Noreen Walsh. She's an artist from Australia. She had her stroke when she was two and a half years old. Oh, wow. She has never known what it's like to feel one of the sides of her body. Right. Yeah. I would not have gotten this far if it wasn't for her. She yeah. has never complained about the constant pain that she's in physically. Yeah. She's never complained about the things that she can't do. On days where I was struggling, mm-hmm. she would say, hey, mate, because she calls me mate because she's from <laughs> Australia. She's like, hey, mate, it's going to be all right. You know, mm-hmm. hey, tomorrow's going to be a better day. And I'm like, she has every right in the world just to be like this. Ah, everything sucks. Yeah. And she's telling me it's going to be okay. Are you a stroke or brain injury survivor looking for a community and support? Well, the Neuro Nerds are here to help. Join our hashtag YouSoRock Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash YouSoRock to connect with other survivors like you. Plus, read other inspirational brain injury survivor stories on Joe's blog at joesorocks.com slash YouSoRock. And submit your stories there as well. We want to hear them. And remember, you, you so rock. rock. <laughs> so, you know what? It doesn't matter what is going on with you. It's what you right. choose to focus on. So I hope you guys right. choose to focus on something positive and beautiful, like yes. myself and Hannah focusing Absolutely. on amazing things. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's something that it's hard. It's not easy to do. And you know what? I don't bat a hundred every or a thousand, whatever right. you're supposed to bat every time. <laughs> Sometimes I strike out when it comes to gratitude. But if you can get in the habit of it and say, you know what? I'm going to keep doing this then it's I, it's going to help. It's helped you, me. I can see the voice of experience. It will help. Gratitude to me is a lot like meditation. It's a yeah. lot like recovery. Yes. Okay. There's no recovery perfect. There's no, no end to meditation. It's a constant practice. Right. Right. You're going to dip. You're going to slip up a little bit. Right. Right. You're going to have a little hiccup. That doesn't mean that you failed. Mm -hmm. That means that you had a little bit of a challenging moment. Then you get right back on track. Right. Early on in recovery, you're going to have a lot of those missteps early on in practicing gratitude. You're going to have a lot of resentment and frustration. The more and more you do it the less moments like that you have yes. because if, it is a practice. Right. If you aim for nothing, you'll hit it every time. So <laughs> if, if you try and fail, at least you're, at least you're going in the right direction. Yes. You know, also, it may not be leaps and bounds, but it's in the right direction. Your, your trajectory is heading in the right direction. Absolutely. So when it comes to failure, I don't believe in, well, okay. I do believe in failure. Yeah. If you continue to try, you will never fail. No, no. Absolutely right. You not. didn't fail. I, I had a little hiccup, yep. but I'm doing it again yeah, until I get it. Right. It's so not you over haven't failed. Yeah. I'm not I a failure. That. It's not over yet. So you can just keep going. <laughs> You're like the coolest person in the world. You really are. You know, you know, you know what's really cool. We got to. So um, in being the helper that I am, by the way, Dina from TAF, the uh, aneurysm AVM foundation, she helped me with figuring out what I am. Mm-hmm. Turns out, Hannah, I'm a servant. Ooh. I hated it for a second. I was like, I'm not a servant. Yeah, you didn't tell me what to do. (laughs) And then I started thinking, I'm like, oh my gosh, I am 100% a servant to the brain injury community because I just want to help. I I sincerely, I would literally run through a brick wall for you, Hannah. Like I I just really want to help our community. So I started a a coaching program and you were one of my first beta clients. I was. That's how we got to kind of get to know each other. Yeah, I was like one of your first guinea pigs. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's what we call beta clients in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's on my guinea pigs. If you wonder why Hannah's a little bit off, that's why, that's why I ruined that's you. Why. I'm yes, so sorry. I was one of your first beta clients and it was absolutely a life changing experience. I, and I, I really, I mean that I would tell anybody that I'm not just saying that wow. I'm talking to you. It was, it was inspirational and life changing. You challenged me in ways that probably somebody that I was like friends with first wouldn't do. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Oh, you know? absolutely. Absolutely. And so I, and I like that. I prefer to be around people that don't sugarcoat things and right. you don't. And it was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was wonderful. That and warms it, my heart. And what I really loved about it was it was personalized. So mm-hmm. I've been in some, I'm in coaching groups right now for my business and they're great, but they're like, here's this for everybody. And you know, when I was able to talk to you, it was way more streamlined. And I thought that was super, super cool. So yeah, well, like. We're all a, individuals, you yeah, know, and I want to yeah. make sure, look, what works for me, mm-hmm. it might not work for you. No, we don't think right. the same. We don't do the same things. We don't function yeah. the same. So why would I say, Hey, here's this cookie cutter thing and it's right. going to work for it's you. It's going to work for you and your brain injury. But wait a minute, like your brain injury is in a completely different area than mine is. And right. your also different. Brain injuries are, are like snowflakes and thumbprints, right? Like none are the same. They're all different, right? We react differently. So yeah, I, I, I'm so, th- thank you for saying that. That yeah. really just like warms my heart. Yeah, you know? you're and, doing a and, phenomenal job. Like I would love to hear from like, do you have like real clients now? Or are we all yeah. still guinea pigs? Ooh, yeah, no, 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 no. I've got, I got real clients. Like real people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's actually amazing. I, I, it's it's so like literally fulfilling again yeah. because I'm a servant. Yeah, <laughs> like, you just, are living with purpose. It, it is, and my purpose is to help others not go through the same things that I went through. Yeah. On top of that, I really want to help people just live their best life. There yeah. are so many barriers that we put up ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. So I did a thing, and I know you're very, uh, you're. you're What's the best way to say churchy? Yeah, yeah, I am very churchy. You're very yes. churchy. Yes. So I, I don't know how you feel about bad language. I don't use it. <laughs> okay, I use it frequently, and I apologize. You know what? It's so cool, though. Look, okay, here you're in California. You're, you know, you're you use language, and you talk about energy. And I'm in Kentucky. I'm very conservative. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm a Sunday school teacher. Like that's the level. <laughs> Okay, like I'm a we could not be more different. We're totally on the opposite end of the spectrum. Really, I mean, we really right. are. Like, I mean, yeah, it's it is, but, but it's it, so it, cool because it, is. With the we, it doesn't injury, change our connection. No. It doesn't change the the bond that we have as, as friends, Absolutely. as stroke survivors, yes. as extended family. Like, yes. it's it is strange, but I do love it so it much it's so because. Strange but it's so awesome. If you just put this on paper, like our dynamic, we would never get along. We would never talk. We would just throw political memes at each other on the internet or something, you know, something awful. But but we're we're bonded. We respect one another and we're, we're on the same page. Yes. So I, I I did a thing. um, I did a workshop recently Mm -hmm. and it was called how to give less fucks. Sorry, forget my language. How to give less F's, less F's. Yes. And I really think after our brain injuries, we sincerely, and this is what I want to help everybody in the community do give less F's. Yes. Why, why do you, why do we care? Mm-hmm. Why do we care what somebody else is thinking about the Ooh, things that we're doing? Brilliant. Hannah, I'll say this about you. You are a small business owner. Yes. I know that there are so many people like, Hannah, you know what you should do? 
that happens a lot. I can't. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so many people are like, you know, even with my podcast, hey, you know what you should do? And yeah. I'm like, nah, no, I'm good. Yeah. I, I was like, you, if you want that, you can do that. You can, you know, like this is the, the way that I do it. Yeah. But a lot of people are like, well, this person doesn't like this or this person. Yeah. I'm like, who cares? Right. Who right. cares what anybody thinks? If it makes you happy, if it's something that you want to do, do it. I say this with Lisa and her music, you know, she's a, a, an amazing musician. Mm-hmm. And if she's working on a project, I'm like, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or says. If you're right. like, you know what? Instead of a guitar, I want a kazoo. Yes. Yeah. And I just missed kazoos in this podcast. But if you love kazoos, you play that kazoo, baby. You play that kazoo. Away. On this rock song, instead of a yes. guitar riff, if we're yes. if you want a kazoo, you get it, right? Because yeah, we need more cowbell, you know? <laughs> you know, if it makes you happy, it doesn't yeah. matter what anybody else thinks Roll because it's your life. It's After your life. a brain injury, we know what it's like to come so close to not being here. So why do we care so much about what other people think, you know? You being a small business owner, you've had to deal with that a lot. That being said, how is it running your own business with a brain injury? Okay, it's uh I don't know. It's it's a hot mess sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and I have felt this lately. I have to be super transparent. I have I, it really put the brakes on it. Like I was right. rolling really good yeah. and then I was like powering through it and then like, you know, the pandemic hit and things like that and it just really slowed things down. And so now it's like, I'm trying to figure out how to, I love the connection uh, with people. I love connecting with people, but it's like the business side of it. Like who likes paperwork and taxes, you know? And so like to get that, that groove, it's hard. It's really, really hard, but it's something that I find fulfillment in. So just like we've said, I may not. I may not aim and hit the bullseye, but I'm going to keep on going in the right direction with it. And so it's really a lot like anything. You just have to just keep trying. Just don't quit. Yes. Yes. That, 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 that's it. You know, look, you're a, a mother, a stroke survivor, a wife, yes. an advocate, yes. and a small business owner. And a Sunday school teacher. And a Sunday school <laughs> teacher. Do you sleep, woman? <laughs> <laughs> Very well. And I got, I put a garden in this year because I've lost my mind. And I'm oh in Kentucky. God. It's what you do, you know. That, that, that's true. Hey, I got a plant. Does that count? Yes. A- <laughs> yes, it does. You are a gardener. And I haven't, and I haven't killed it yet, which, that's by the awesome. way, I've killed several succulents and cacti throughout my life. Yeah. I'll I tell had, you why. I named one and he even died. Hannah, I love too much. That's what oh. it is because you're not supposed to like overwater them. But I oh, look yeah. at them. I'm like, you look thirsty and every day. I'm just watering them. I'm just, yeah. a, 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 I'm a, a serial killer a when it comes to succulents. Yeah. I am. Yeah. You're just here. You need more water. No, yeah. no. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a carer. You know, I, I, I really am. So Hannah, by the way, seriously, I just, I love you so much. You're the most amazing human being. <laughs> I do want to ask because we are the neuro nerds over here. Yes. Yes. So what is your nerdum, Hannah? What's your what? nerdum? What is my nerdum? Okay. Okay. I am very churchy. So like I have a great church community. So I would say that would probably be my husband. So you'd be like a nerd for the Lord. (laughs) I'm a Jesus nerd. (laughs) (laughs) That would be definitely it. And then like, you know, 
along with that, oh, I just love history. It is so. <gasps> oh, I Hannah. It up. You're like a nerd nerd. Yes. I'm like a nerd nerd when it comes to history. I grew up digging for arrowheads because I'm Cherokee Indian. Like, Are you Cherokee? Grew, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, part, you know, of course. Um, like we. Oh, like, no, I, I, I can definitely see only part. Yeah, only part. <laughs> only part. I'm not, I'm not trying to claim tribal membership. That oh, I went. Me. To visit my friend's father in Virginia and in his backyard, if you dig up, you can actually dig up yeah. arrowheads. Yeah, I, dig, I dug up like some of my first ones in our own yard growing up. And so I've always loved history. Uh, of course, like the Trail of Tears came through here. Lewis and Clark came, you know, one of the sometimes through here. And then like Paducah is a really old town. We had like a 1937 flood where like a cow they put it on the like on the the roof and it survived the flood and like all these things. I oh history is so. Can, can I can I tell you how old your town is? It's called Paducah. It's called Paducah. <laughs> yeah, that's how old it that's, is. That's how old it is. That's how old it is. It's called Paducah. Yes, it somebody was, called, was like, and it was so crazy. It was called um Williamsburg first after William Captain William Clark from the Lewis Mm -hmm. and Clark expedition. And they just changed it to Paducah just to just to fool every just to mess with everybody. You know, you know, it's a cool name. Paducah. Paducah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When they were thinking of changing the name. Yeah. What lost? (laughs) I know. I'm like, what were the other options? (laughs) If if you landed on Paducah, like what came in second? What came in second? Like, why did you? Yeah. Williamsburg would at least been understandable. But you know what? And what's so so crazy is there's a Paducah, Texas. And I'm like, well, how did you guys get it? We had like. We had like people that lived here that called themselves that. Like, you know, I, you know what? I'm going to Google Paducah, California, just to see just who to knows. See. Yeah. Who yeah, knows? Just to see. So yeah, it, my nerdum is history for sure. That's a, that's I amazing. Just, I, oh. I love that. I, I love that you're such a, a passionate, uh, you're so passionate about religion. I do. Yes. Yes. I, I, like, I love that. A lot of people, you know, get really weird around religion where I get it. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the greatest experience with religion. Right. I, I I didn't, but I, no matter what you believe in, I think it's kind of all kind of one and the same. We just see it from a different perspective through a different lens. I think just be a good person. And yeah. I love, I, I love how kind and sweet you are well, that's about like everything. Kind of how Christians are supposed to be. Supposed, supposed to be. <laughs> sadly, You're like the prototype. <laughs> sadly, we have not been as a movement and I, right. I am very sad and sorry for that. Yeah. And I really appreciate it. It is intimidating in a way, especially um, like coming on, talking to people that are not going to understand why I feel this way or, mm-hmm. and, and talking to you really helped to, cause I appreciate your graciousness in it instead of being mm-hmm. like, Oh, you know, Bible thumper from Kentucky, a Sunday school teacher, black, you know, and, but like we were able to connect and I would, there's things that I'm, I know we would disagree on, but mm-hmm. we can still be kind and, yeah, yeah, that's kind of like Look, the whole thing Jesus said to do is like love people. It, and we miss yes. it as Christians over and over again, but I'm trying not to miss it. Look, and, he didn't say love people unless he didn't say that. Right. He's right. like, love people. Oh, yes. you don't believe this? I don't like you anymore. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, you know, look, right. th- there has to be a certain amount of respect no matter what it is. Absolutely. You're, you're respectful towards my idiocy. <laughs> it's because I feel a kindred spirit. <laughs> Exactly. Well, we vibrate. We're on the same vibration. We we, we literally we, we have like the same energy. We just kind of see it from a different lens. Right. right. Overall, right. you and I are both good people. We're both kind people. We may disagree on several different things. It doesn't change the fact that I am a genuinely good hearted, caring person. And so are you. And I love 
that. I love that we are polar opposites. I, it makes so no cool. sense it makes that we are friends. Sense. Yes, but it, makes it doesn't sense. change the fact that we're friends. We're, we're not friends. even just friends. We're we're, yeah. we're we're family in this, yes. and I love that so much. And I also love that you're a history nerd. You nerd. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm wearing. A nerd. Yes, I'm wearing an Incredible Hulk T-shirt, yes. and I'm calling you a nerd. <laughs> Get it. it. So, yeah. Hannah, if the people wanted to reach out to you and yeah. your business, so first off, let's just say how they would uh, uh, check out your business, Copper Willow Boutique. Oh, actually, I changed the name. Oh, did you? I did. Joy- wait, you did. I is did. It, wait, is it Joy? Joy Pop, Pop. Modest Shop. Oh. Yes. Okay. I got to yes. tell you, that rolls off the tongue. It does. Actually, it's, sticky, it's, isn't it? it's a little bit more vibrant it than is. Copper Willow Boutique. Uh, yeah, I got to tell I you, agree. a little old. Sounds a little old. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Joy pop. Yep. I, I, I'm yeah. on board. So yeah. how would they find your new joy so, pop modest shop? I am on Instagram and Facebook at joy pop modest shop. I have a website. If you want to go straight to it, it's just closed. So you won't get, if you want entertainment, you've got to find me on Instagram. Um, and then I also have a personal one, which is Hannah has a brain injury, but if you look up Hannah Davidson, you'll find me. And so you and know. these these links will all be in the show notes. Um, if, oh man, so professional! My little country bumpkin heart is so excited to have a link. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, if you want to attempt to reach out to my tiny, beautiful ass kicking co-host Lauren, you can at Lauren El Manzano on Instagram. You can reach out to me at Joso Rocks on all the socials. You can reach out to us at the Neuro Nerds. Yeah, everywhere. And I I got to tell you, I, I sincerely mean this. You're one of my favorite people in the world. I am always energized after speaking with you because you just you just exude happiness and joy and care. And that giggle <laughs> can b- give life to someone in a, like it can b- bring somebody out of a coma. Somebody be like, hey, I got to go party with this girl right here. <laughs> so thank you so much for, for being on here. Thank you for your kind words um, uh, about, you know, uh, your experience with my coaching yeah. program. Thank you for just being open to befriending an idiot like me, a, a hey, heathen idiot you know like what? me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you to be open to befriending a Kentucky gardening, uh, modest clothing promoting conservative Sunday school teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, on that note, you understand why we're friends because it yes! makes all the sense in the world, right? Everybody's like, this is so confusing. And we're like, yes, but it's great. It's great. It is. And on that amazing note, this neuro nerd is out. Bye. Hannah, that was amazing. There's no better way to close out a show than explaining how this dynamic makes no sense. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you. Find us by searching for the NeuroNerds on the Apple Podcast app today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.